Hello and welcome back to the stew with JT Brew. I'm Justin Taylor, your host. Tonight in the stew, we continue our 1QB 12-team redraft mock. We did rounds one for four before this uh, segment. We'll have rounds five through ten, so stick with us here as we continue. You're in the stew. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft and now we making a mockery of the leaderboard. Quite obviously not a scrub. to start an institute. Make evaluations like a commissioner do. It's to the point your wife make you watch in a different room. I bet your roster in picking choose when you get some news. Not much that we enjoy more than sifting through sifting through new statistics to make it to our end zones through different groups. Universities, institutes, down to homies who click in groups. I introduce Hello and welcome back to the stew. Appreciate you joining us. I'm joined by Sam Waldo for Steve Propel. We are here doing a 1QB redraft league. It's redraft mock season. We already did rounds one through four. This is rounds five through ten. Just appreciate you guys joining me uh from dynasty pros football check those guys out get to the uh, channel uh website uh check all their stuff out we are gonna jump right into things here all of us are picking uh four teams if you haven't joined us yet giving you an idea of kind of where you can get people at what rounds all that good stuff so we'll jump right back into it a little rewind i'm picking here at the one one i took justin jefferson with the number one pick came back with Najee harris at 212 Mark Andrews at 3-1, and I was hoping for Lamar Jackson at 4-12, but he went at 4-7, so I jumped in. I took Justin Fields there at 4-12 for my QB. So who I'm looking to take here, now that I get Fields, I could go running back, I could go wide receiver. In this situation for me, it depends on who's left that I really like. Who's who's my favorite player? I don't really care about ADP in this situation. Uh, for these guys here, I want to take a high upside guy, Going into the fifth round, this might seem just a little bit crazy, but I'm going to go DJ Moore. I wasn't going to go DJ Moore before this, but now that I have Justin Fields, you know me, I love the stack. The fact that I got uh, Fields makes me go DJ Moore here, so that's who I'm going to take at 5-1. Sam, coming back to you here now at uh, 5-2, you started off with CMC in the first, Devontae Smith in the second, T. Higgins in the third, and then Brandon Ayuk in the fourth. Just a little reminder before you jump there, this is a one QB, start two running back, start two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, not super flex, just one flex, and then a kicker and a defense. It's PPR, plain one PPR, nothing else, no tight end premium, just to get that out of the way. Sam, what do you got at 5-2? Yeah. Um, well, starting off with CMC, I then triple tapped wide out like you good went over. So I'm going to go back to running back just to fill out my starting lineup here. And I'm going to go Damian Pierce. Um, he's not someone that I would say I'm above market on, but I think in the fifth round, I think he's a very safe RB2. Um, I'm not too threatened by Devin Singletary. I think he's going to be the lead back there in what could be a struggling offense, but I think I'll have the touches to be a productive running back too for your team. All right, Steve, how about you? Team three here, you got Jamar Chase first round, Chris Olave in the second, uh, Ramondi Stevenson in the third, and when Amari Cooper in the fourth. What are you looking at here at 5-3? 
So I already filled up my flex spot with a wide receiver. I'm going to go for my second running back. Um, I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to take Brees Hall. Um, I think he's going to take a slow start to the season. Uh, obviously, Dalvin Cook is there, um, but he should retain value once healthy. I like that in the fifth round. I mean, he's a guy I don't want to overdraft in a redraft league, but in the fifth round, I just think you're getting great value on Brees Hall. He's the guy who could end up being a difference maker down the stretch for your team, uh, making a playoff run or even making a run in the playoffs to a championship. Uh, back to me at 1-4, uh, original spot. Eckler at 1-4, took Waddle at 2-9. Etienne at 3-4. Terry McLaren at 4-9. So here with two running backs, two wide receivers, I'm kind of looking, is there a tight end there I like? Is there a flex spot I like? You know, who do I kind of see? Uh, in that group, I still could go QB. No tight end premium, but I feel like TJ Hawkinson is right there with George Kittle as far as points are concerned, uh, what he can do. I think he's going to get a lot of targets. It's probably a slight reach here, I feel, with non-tight end premium, but I, I think Hawkinson here for me, uh, I just like him in this spot. I'm going to take the chance that he hits a uh, big upside being on the Vikings the whole year. No Dalvin Cook that they throw the ball a ton. So I'm going to go TJ Hawkinson here at 5-4. Yeah, I think that's a solid pick. I think he's going to get the targets to be a safe top tight end for everyone. Sam, you went RB heavy to start here. Chubb at 1-5, Jacobs 2-8. Metcalf 3-5, Hopkins 4-8. Who are you going here at 5-5? Five, five? Um, well, since I, I do believe in Hopkins, but, you know, the age, the the inability to finish the last couple seasons strong or even healthy, I'm going to go back to wide receiver, and I'm going to go Jerry Judy. Um, I think he's a little riskier, but I think he has the upside if that Broncos offense can turn it around. Yeah, but I like that pick of Judy. He was a guy I was considering there with Hawkinson, with McLaren and Waddle. The injury history with uh, McLaren already having the toe, I decided I want to go Hawkinson, but I like that pick there. This is one if I was team one. Uh, I'm mad that I didn't get Lamar Jackson for the stack with Andrews as he got taken here. Uh, but Tariq Hill in the first at 1-6, Adams 2-7, Ridley 3-6, and Lamar Jackson here at the 4-7. 560, where are you going with this? Um, so it's hero running back time for this team. I'm deciding between two guys. This is really tough. I like them both, Miles Sanders and Alexander Madison. Um, I'm going to go with Miles Sanders. I actually believe in this Carolina offense will move the ball with the rookie quarterback. Um, he won't act like a rookie this year. I'm going to go with Miles Sanders. I like that pick. If you're waiting on running back to get Miles Sanders, who should see a pretty good amount of carries at 5'6", I, I feel like that's a pretty good strategy with how high you are in, uh, how high end you are at the other positions. I really like that. Coming back for me, 1'7". I've been going trying to, you know, going for guys that I'm hoping are going to hit home runs for me with Cup at 1'7", Taylor at 2'6", Keenan Allen at 3'7". I wanted the stack with Herbert at 4'6". Coming in here, I'm looking either to get a running back or a, a flex play most likely here for me. It's tough. I I definitely like the pick of Sanders. He was a guy I probably would have been looking at here. Again, I'm going to stick with going for a high-end guy, a guy that could end up 
if he plays as well as he possibly can, could be huge on this team. I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift from the Philadelphia Eagles. He's going to be my second running back. Now, I could end up regretting this big time, but along with JT, I said I've already taken the strategy here at this 1-7 team that I am just going to go high, high, side all day long and hope these guys more of these guys hit than they fail uh that's where i'm going there sam back to you here at the one eight digs at one eight pollard at two five mahomes at three eight dobbins at four or five who do you like at five eight uh i'm gonna go a little against adp here and take someone that i actually have higher than i think a lot of people haven't ranked and that's going to be christian kirk especially in a ppr league um I think because Ridley has gotten pushed up draft board so much, Kirk has inevitably fallen. And I actually tend to think that they could be a little closer than people think. Um, so I think in the fifth round, let's just not forget that Ridley had a, I mean, not Ridley, that Kirk had a pretty solid season last year and his role shouldn't be affected too much. You know, I still think he's going to play mostly out of the slot and get plenty of catches to be a productive wide receiver too for my team here. Yeah, Kirk's a guy I'm definitely targeting in this range. If I can go Kirk at, in the fifth round as opposed to Ridley in the third, I'm definitely going to consider that. I think they're going to have closer seasons than people think. Um, I don't think Kirk's just going to disappear because Ridley's there. I think Ridley hurts Zay Jones more than anyone else. Um, so I love that pick, especially uh, as you got went digs in the first round. You need to come back and get somebody else in that mix. I, I really like Kirk uh, here at 5'8". Now, this is the team that kind of went off the beaten path with Kelsey, Wilson, Gibbs, Jones as your first four picks. Steve, who do you like here at 5'9 for this team? So who I did like was Christian Kirk. This is Sam's uh, second consecutive snipe on me. Uh, reason why I love them is because I'm, I'm looking at the draft board and I'm a bear in the woods. I see quarterbacks all around me. I'm going to wait on taking Trevor Lawrence next round. I was going to take Kirk for the stack. Um, instead I'm going to pivot. I'll go back to, I'll go to, uh, Alexander Madison as my third running back. Yeah. I like that move. I always feel like there's one spot in every draft that one team is getting sniped. They're just getting sniped on both sides of them coming back. And that I feel like is this team in this draft. I felt like a couple drafts I did this year was exactly like that. I was just getting sniped everywhere. And I think, I feel like you at this one nine, that is that team, but I think you're doing a good job of, of kind of pivoting with the guys going right in front of you, who you were going to take, I think three, uh, three rounds in a row. Now uh, the pick you were going to take got taken right in front of you. So I like the move with Madison. Um, the upside with him going with Jones and Gibbs. Uh, coming to 10, uh, this is me. I took Staquan Barkley, 110. Derrick Henry, 2-3. Debo Samuels, 3-10. And then Joe Burrow at 4-3. Was really looking at Aaron Jones there. Ended up going Burrow instead. So this is the team where I'm looking. I'm trying to figure out who else. I maybe would consider a George Kittle here, but the fact that I have Debo, I'm not really sure I want to add those guys on top of each other um, in that kind of offense. So is there another running back or another wide receiver I really like in this group? A little bit tougher for me. Um, I'm looking at Debo. He could get a lot. I need a target hog uh, in this group. I really do. The next couple guys on the list, you know, question is what's going to happen with a Drake London, Christian Watson with Love, Godwin now with Baker Mayfield, Pittman uh with ar so all these guys are on the list are all sitting here staring at me but they all have a lot of qb questions a lot of qb questions so i'm looking at this list and i think you know what 
I'm going to take a guy that I feel like maybe is a little more surefire this year with the quarterback play. Um, might be a little bit of a reach, but I'm going to jump up. Even though he's ADPs in the 70s right now, I'm going to skip all these other wide receivers, and I'm actually going to take Tyler Lockett here. I'm going to add Tyler Lockett. I just feel like he's a big play guy. I think he's going to have some ability, and I just like the QB situation for him slightly more. Now, a lot of these times I'm taking these other guys, but Lockett in this situation, I feel like I'm going to reach for him a little bit. If Kirk was there, I would have definitely taken Christian Kirk. Now we're on team 11. We've got Sam is 11, Robinson, AJ Brown in the second, Hertz in the third, and Joe Mix the fourth. Who do you like here at 5'11? Yeah, uh, quickly, I think you may want to re present the, the draft, JT. I don't think it's showing on oh, the screen. Oh, it popped up here. Let me try that again. Um, Thank you, sir. Totally good. Um, I'm going to go back to wide receiver on this team. Um, as we're getting later in the draft, fifth, sixth, seventh round, I think this is a great chance to take more upside plays. I tend to be safer to start drafts off and then a little riskier as they go on. So I'm going to go Drake London. Um, I still love him as, as a great prospect from last year. I do think the Falcons offense could take a small step forward. I don't know if Desmond Ritter is going to light the world on fire, but I do think he will be better. And I'm happy to have him as my wide receiver too, as I have the Philly stack um, at wide receiver one. So. Steve, who do you like here? Uh, you got 5-12 and the 6-1 coming up here. This team started with C.D. Lamb, Amon St. Brown, Josh Allen, and Kenny Walker. Who do you like in at the 5-12 and then the 6-1? I'm going to take uh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller, I think, is going to have a monster year as long as he uh, stays healthy. Um, the Giants finally have continuity. Um, Barkley's back. The The team should move the ball. And also, I'm going to – I'm sorry? Oh, no, I was going to say, who do you like there at the 6-1? I like the Waller pick. Who you, who you feeling in uh, on the turn here? I'm going to do my own reach at this moment. Um, I'm going to take David Montgomery. Um, I think he's only going to get better as he uh, um, continues playing uh, with his new team. I think that the 17 touchdowns from Jamal Williams, he should get two-thirds of it. Um, he's going to be great. He's going to be the Mark Ingram to the Camaro for Gibbs. I really like that move. He's like in the 80s ADP right now going eight. I just feel like that's way too late for Monty. I'm taking Monty in a lot of spots. I love exactly what you said. There's touchdowns to be had. I think him and Gibbs are very different players at running back. I think they're going to figure out a way to use them both. I don't think Gibbs means Monty does loses value. I really don't. And this defense is while it's gotten better is not great. I think this team's going to be in a lot of shootouts. I like their heads out there. I think if, if you're going to reach for a guy, I think Monty uh, this deep uh, as an RB one, I think is a great call. Sam back to you here at uh, six, two. Who do you like to add uh, after you just took uh, Drake Landon? Uh, Drake, sorry, Drake London as your second wide receiver uh, 
with your last pick? Uh, I love both of Steve's picks. Um, he definitely got me back for all the sniping I have been Thank doing you. on him. Um, I literally was just touting Waller and Montgomery on our Dynasty Pros by now show I did last week. Same thing. I both I just believe both of them are going to have very good seasons. Um, so I'm just going to go back to receiver. I was looking potentially into going Waller, um, but I'm going to go Michael Pittman. Um, I I do think I am slightly worried with a rookie quarterback, um, but also I also think he was going three, four rounds earlier last year. So I think at this ADP, I'm comfortable taking him. I wouldn't be comfortable taking him where he went last year, which was closer to, you know, 311, to be honest. But right here at 6'2", I'll take the upside that AR maybe can produce more than we think through the air. I mean, the QB play for the Colts was atrocious last year, and he still almost had 100 catches and 1,000 yards. I mean, so I think, you know, AR can't be much worse than the guys that they had last year. I think Pittman, I'm buying the dip. If I can get Pittman in leagues, I'm taking him right now because I just think you can get so much value in this. I think this is a great spot to take him. I almost took him over Lockett with my last pick. I was sitting there right there looking at him, and with Debo being a little more of a question mark, that's why I took Lockett. But if not, Pittman would have been my pick here. So that's a great pick because I was looking between Lockett and Pittman on the last one. If Pittman got back to me, I was definitely taking him. So I, I love your, I love the move there. So here for me, I'm looking at this team. Oh, tough call. I went a little bullish with the RBs early here um, with Henry and Barkley. And this is a spot where I'm going to go with another guy that I think has a shot to be pretty good this year. He's People are kind of down on him just because his team is terrible, but I think he's going to get a ton of carries, a ton of looks. I'm jumping in on James Conner. I think he's kind of been the forgotten guy. I think the Cardinals are going to be pretty bad, and I think they're going to lean heavily on Connor. I think he is just a great value here in the fifth, sixth round. I think you're going to be able to play him as an RB2 or a flex or a, you know, a backup in this kind of situation. I love him as my RB3. can play him in the flex, but he also can back up Henry or Barkley in case anything happens to them. Let's take a look uh, here. Team nine now uh, coming back. Steve, Kelsey, Wilson, Gibbs, Jones, Madison on the last one. Who are you looking at here? Um, some might call this a reach, but there's something to be said about uh, somebody in rookie year making a statement. That's going to be Johan Dotson. I'm going to take him this pick. I like it. He he's more about in the eight, late eighties, early nineties, going in the sixth round here. But he's a guy I am absolutely reaching on, especially in redraft. I just think that the that the commanders' offense is going to be much better. I think he's a guy primed to take that second year jump, a lot of touchdowns uh, as a as a rookie, and I just think he's going to get in the mix. I love that reach there. I, I I know it's a reach on ADP. I don't think it's a reach on talent. Um, I really like that pick there. He, he's a guy I, I like, and I like how he fits in with that team as you have a super high upside team uh, there with Team 9. So I feel like he fits right in that group uh, of a team that's that's been pretty good but could explode. So I love that move by you. Sam, what about you at 6'5 here? 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the train and go year two wide receivers, and I'm gonna go Christian Watson. Um, I really like the build actually of teammate how it's coming together. Um, I think it's a good mix, and I think Watson would be a great flex for this team, little boom bust um, with some of the safety of of Diggs and Kirk as my other two wideouts. I like that move uh, for sure. I think I think he's a guy that people are maybe a little underrating him just because they're worried about love, but I think he somebody's got to get targets on that team. So I, I kind of like where your head's at on that one. Uh, for this one here, you know, I've been going high upside on this team the whole time. I'm looking at guys. I'm like, who who's who's the stack? Who's you know who's the guy I want to hit? I usually wouldn't do this in a lot of situations, but I'm gonna do it here. I'm going to I'm going to actually go the double stack here in this situation for the Chargers. I'm going to take Mike Williams. Seems a little out of the ordinary, but he's been banged up. Keenan Allen's been banged up. I'm hoping one of those guys if one of them's out the other guy becomes the number 1 or they get in a lot of high scoring games I can play them both. Play one as my starter, one in my flex with Cooper Cup. And again, I'm taking this team high upside all around. I'm going to do the triple stack Herbert Allen Williams here at 6'6. Six, six. Steve, what do you feel here at 6'7 after you took Miles Sanders in the last round? Um, I'm going to go with Rashad White, uh, three down back. Um, the team's not going to be great, but um, I think he will be. Um, PPR guy. Everything winds up. He's another guy. If he hits, I think you're right. Uh, you know, sixth round here. Can he get a bunch of dump off passes? That's why everybody liked him coming to the league was a receiver. Uh, you gotta figure that he's gonna be maybe catching a lot of dump downs from Baker Mayfield being uh named the number one uh, starting quarterback for Tampa. I like his upside. I, I'm not a huge Rashad White guy in general, but I love the idea of taking him here, you know. He's not going to kill you in the sixth round if for some reason it doesn't go your way. Yeah, and then here at 6-8, at um, I'm looking at the next three teams all without a quarterback. Um, and I have, you know, I have uh, my running backs, wide receiver, and flex already filled out. So I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, I think this is around his ADP. I'm happy to take him round six if I feel confident in the rest of my lineup. Um, and I just think I could see a couple quarterbacks going in the next couple picks, and I, I don't want to get dropped down. It's here. I like that call there. If you could get to the six, if you're waiting on QB and you could get Trevor Lawrence to the six, I feel like that's a home run. I, I feel like that, if I'm waiting, that's what I'm hoping happens for me, is I wait till all the top guys go and I get Trevor Lawrence in like that fifth, sixth round. I think that's a great call. I love that. With you going, Lawrence, it, it, it basically sets me up a team for this next pick. I've already took Waddle in the second round, so I'm going to come back. I don't have a QB on this team either. With Lawrence off the table, I'm going to go with my classic stack. I'm going to take Tua here uh, and, and hope he stays healthy. Now He's more, more in the 90s. Uh, this is a little bit different depending on one QB, but I'm willing to step up, take him, and hope I can get some monster weeks out of him and Waddle uh, combination here at 6'9". Uh, see, what do you think here at 6'10"? Took Bryce Hall with your last pick. I'm going to go with George Kittle. I think with Brock Purdy uh, back as QB1, he's going to have a continue his great rapport with him. He uh, had so, like maybe four or five touchdowns down the stretch uh, at the end of the season last year. 
Uh, sorry about that. I, I missed it. Who did you say you're taking? Uh, George Kittle. Kittle. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Sorry about that. I don't know why I missed that. So Kittle here at 610. I like that. He's a guy I've been kind of eyeing on a few different teams here in this round, trying to decide where he might get to me. Like I said, I probably would have taken him earlier if I didn't have Debo already on team 10. I ended up going Connor there, but Kittle was definitely a guy uh, that was on my radar there. Sam, 6'11". Uh, you've got McCaffrey, Pierce, Ayuk, Higgins, Smith. What are you thinking here at 6'11"? Yeah, um, here at 6'11", I'm just going to keep loading up at wide receiver. Um, I would definitely feel comfortable taking Chris Godwin in this range. I do think some of his upside is capped with Baker under the helm. But, you know, as a wide receiver for someone I don't have to play every week if I don't want to, I think this is a great spot for him. Yeah, and I think we talked about this earlier. You know, sometimes you just got to go with value. When a guy gets to a certain spot, even if you're a little worried about the situation, uh, guys can still produce. So I, I love that because Godwin can still be the number one there. You've got a bunch of guys that are technically kind of number twos, but they're number twos on great offenses. So even them being number twos are still kind of number one in value. So I, I really like that that move here. And uh, now here with uh, at six twelve, last pick of this round, I've been kind of holding off on RB here for a while. Trying to decide kind of what I was going to do. Um, I got Najee. I got Jefferson. I got DJ Moore. I got Fields. Already took Andrews at tight end. I would consider possibly going wide receiver here. Um, somebody I loved or another running back. Kind of depend on what to feel out. I actually am really high on George Pickens. I love George Pickens. And with me getting back-to-back picks here, I'm going to go George Pickens to go with i'm gonna add him to uh justin jefferson i feel like justin jefferson the up you know he's obviously one of the best in the absolute entire league i think pickens with a huge upside to go with jefferson is big time i love that uh to go that with more and then coming back i like the idea of getting another running back here i'm on the fence between alvin kamara with a three game suspension or dalvin cook possibly splitting a little bit of time uh with Brees Hall, I'm leaning Alvin Kamara here. So I'm going to go Kamara. I don't think I'm going to need him a ton right up the mat. I think I can still compete uh, even with him sitting out. I can get somebody late to fill in the first couple games. I'm going to take a chance here in the seventh round on Kamara, who if he wasn't suspended, I think would be going easily three or four rounds earlier than this. Yeah, I definitely was looking at, at Kamara I don't know. He's tough to pull the trigger on, but like you said, I think he's a great upside pick. Um, Here at 7-2, honestly, because I have McCaffrey, I just it makes you feel so great about your running backs that I'm going to go back to wide receiver again and just keep loading up. Um, And I'm going to go JSN here. Um, I do think it's a little risky, especially with the wrist surgery that the news is coming out. Um, But like I said, with Godwin, same same thought. I just don't need him right away. So I'll put him on the team, and if he pops, uh, maybe I have a league-winning guy. Yeah, I, I love that. You don't need him right away. If he ends up just crushing near the end of the season, he could be a league winner for you if something happens. So I, I love the value there. Seventh round, you know, if, he, if it takes him a while to get adjusted to the season – you got to play him near the end of the year. I, I I love it. So I like the mix with Godwin 
early and him possibly being your guy late. So I love that. Uh, Steve went with Kittle in the last round. What are you going here at seven, three? Um, I wanted JSN, uh, gotta be honest. Uh, but I put a gold star next to him in every cheat sheet that I, uh, have, um, instead I'm going to go Javante Williams. I'm going to have another, uh, injured running back coming back slowly, but they should, one of them should pan out. Oh, as I'm trying to get him here. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes you just kind of have the team that's strong down the stretch. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I've had teams that I just snuck into the playoffs and then I end up winning my league and redraft leagues. And I think, you know, looking towards the end of the year with a, a Javante Williams and a Brees Hall, two guys are getting in the fifth and seventh round that if they were both healthy, uh, I mean, I could see those guys going second, third round if they're both. I can see them both going right around or before Ramador Stevenson, who you got at 3-3. So I, I yeah. love the, taking a chance there. I love the value. What do you think about that, Sam? Yeah, I actually, um, if I'm being honest, I was deciding between him and JSN for my last pick. Same idea with McCaffrey as my RB1, and I think Pierce is a great RB2. He's definitely someone to pair with someone or for exists such a strong wide receiver core, you can take risks at running back if that's the way you're going to try it. So coming back with me here at 7-4, I'm looking at, at wide receiver... I'm looking at running back. Who do I kind of like here? I got McLaren with a toe injury, and I got Waddle. I like this setup with this team. Etienne Eckler. I'm looking at running back or wide receiver. I already got Hawk for tight end, so I feel good there. Um, I could go Dalvin Cook here. He's the guy I'm looking at as another running back. But because of the toe injury to McLaren, just in case that lingers a little long for me, I'm going to go Deontay Johnson. I think he is going to be a big target guy this year. I took Pickens earlier. I think he's more the big play guy. I think Johnson's going to end up with more catches. I think Pickens is going to have more yards and touchdowns, if I'm going to be honest with you. But I think the Steelers' offense is going to be much improved. I love getting Deontay in the seventh round. I just I feel great about this. I, I would match him with a lot of the guys that went in the fourth and fifth round. I think talent-wise, he's right there with him. I'm buying the dip on the Steelers' offense being bad last year and him having zero TDs. So I'm taking Deontay here at 7-4. What about 7-5 here uh, for you, Sam? So, uh, Trevor Lawrence in the last round, Judy and Hopkins just before that. Yeah, 7-5. I'm, I'm going to go back to wide receiver. I started off so strong at running back that I feel very confident about uh, Chubb and Jacobs. And um, I'm going to go Jordan Addison. Um, I have Hopkins kind of, he's a little older. Um, I think Metcalf will be a solid wide receiver one for me. So I think between Judy and Addison, um, I'll have a good flex play. If Hopkins is out, I think, you know, maybe Hopkins is out towards the end of the season. Addison might be coming on late. So I like the combination and I like to pair guys like that. I think that's something that people don't think about a lot. If you're going to take an old guy who gets hurt or like for you, you know, if you're going to take an Alvin Kamara, I'm sure on your mind coming back on one of these turns is who's someone that might start off strong in case I need them. And I think a Hopkins Addison pairing could be a quality strategy to go with. Yeah, I like that. I think a lot of people don't maybe look into that all the time as thinking, Hey, can I mix some old guys with some young guys? 
who might end up having better parts of the season at different times of the year. So I, I like that you brought that up. I think that's a that's a strategy that a lot of people don't necessarily talk about. But Jordan Addison, some people are down on him. He's a guy I, I like. Uh, I like an absolute ton. So I we got a little comment here. I'm going to show real quick. I was laughing at KP said I hear he says Moose Moose still out there. No one's taking him. Somebody knows me too well. Uh, so to steal a little thunder on Moose. So we'll see when he ends up actually coming out uh, on that. Uh, KP says Moose. He says JT. You know you want him, uh, which is is absolutely true because I I'm I'm a huge Moose guy this year. And non-tight end premium, he's going much later for me, but he's definitely a guy uh, that's on my radar. As here we get to Steve here at 7'6". Uh, this is a prime spot for a guy like Muth. Who do you like here at 7'6"? At 7'6", I'm going to go James Cook, running back, Buffalo. Um, he should be getting the PPRs. I don't know how much he's going to actually divvy up with the other running backs, but he should be the primary ball carrier. I like it. It's 7-7 seven, seven for me. Honestly, there was two guys I was thinking about here. I was thinking about going Muth. I just really think I love the upside of him. I think he's going to be good. Uh in a non-PPR, he's going to drop just slightly for me. Why I'd love to take him here. I'm looking at Swift and Taylor. I'm a little worried about my running backs here on this group uh, because of that, uh, whether missed time injury or other factors. So I'm going to jump in here, and I'm going to take Dalvin Cook. I'm taking a guy that I think is going to get the workload right off the bat. If for some reason Swift or Taylor don't come, uh, you know, hitting the ground running to start the year. I like the idea of Galvin Cook uh, being in there for me for the first couple of weeks. So I'm. Okay. Yeah. For uh, so for seven, eight, um, I'm sitting here. And um, even though this is going to be a snipe on my later self, um, I'm going to go Dallas Goddard. Um, I think he's a quality player at the tight end position. Um, I think he's safe. I think he has upside. I think when he's healthy, he produces yada, yada, yada. You could say as much as you want about Dallas Goddard. We all like him. Um, I think I'm going to put him on the board here. I like that move there. You know, I think sometimes the, the question mark of where to go tight in a non-tight end premiums it, it is one that's a little bit tough. It, I feel like it's like that uh, wide receiver question, or excuse me, the uh, quarterback question of when are they, you start seeing flying off the board, where do you feel is a good time? And then that's kind of where you jump in. I like Goddard here in the at seven, eight. I think that that's a, that's a nice pick there uh, for you. Steve, we're here about seven nine here. What do you like? Uh, Dotson on the last pick. Three running backs before that. I'm going to go Quinton Johnston, um, who I think is going to be uh, probably a rookie of the year candidate in uh, Herbert's offense this year. All right. 
Quentin Johnson there. The only again, I could have triple stacked him with Williams and, and Allen and really backed myself up. But I like that move. I think he's a high upside guy. I just don't know what we're gonna get for him this year. But any kind of injury to Williams or Allen, which we've seen happens a lot, and there's a chance that Quentin Johnson gets all kinds of looks and targets. And I and I just think that offense is gonna be much improved this year. So I think in the seven at seven nine, I think that's definitely uh, a worth a shot to take him there at seven ten here. Uh, look at my build with Connor, Henry, Barkley, all all three at running back. Wide receiver, I got Lockett and Debo. I'm not loving that so far. I want somebody I think it's going to have some big upside in some weeks. Uh, again, we're worried about the QB play, but I think just at this point, the value is just too great to take there. So I'm going to jump on Mike Evans, Mr. Thousand Yard Season all the time. The fact that I could get him in the seventh round to go with Lockett and Debo on this type of team, I like it. I'm jumping all over Mike Evans at 7-10. Yeah, here at 7-11, um, I'm going to hop back on running back. Uh, I've taken a couple wide receivers in London and Pittman with my last two picks. Um, and I'm going to go with Cam Akers. Um, I wouldn't say he's someone that I'm necessarily high on. I just think it's a great value pick right now, especially as you RB3. He obviously has the upside. We saw it at the end of last season. We all know the downside at any moment. They could try and trade him and not find a trade partner like last year as well. So um, I'll pass it off to the turn. Um, Akers was a great pick. I kept on looking at him throughout the entire round. Um, he kept falling. Um, in, this, in this pick, I would take um, Gabe Davis. I understand that a lot of people were scarred last year for taking him way too early. Um, maybe that was just the case. Uh, this year, they didn't get much competition other than Kincaid. Um, he should do well. And here you like that 8-1 to back up Davis. Um, I would take Zay Flowers, um, another rookie that is going to get an opportunity. He's very talented. Talent is going to meet opportunity with – uh, Lamar Jackson. I like that. Yeah, going on Quentin Johnson earlier on another team, Zay Flowers. I think some of these rookie wide receivers are, are much more adapted to coming to the NFL and play right away than they have maybe been in the past. As we've seen lately, uh, Flowers is a guy I like. Uh, even in redraft, you know, you used to, the, the old adage was you take rookie running backs, but you basically avoid rookie wide receivers. I don't think that's necessarily the case you have to do anymore in, in a redraft league. So I, I, I like that. Uh, I like that as well. So, Sam, come back to you here at 8-2 after you just went uh, London, Pittman, Acres the last couple of rounds. Um, yeah, here at 8-2, I'm going to go back to wide receiver. Um, I feel like London and Pittman are upside plays, so I think I'm going to go safer, and I'm going to go Juju here. Um, I think people are passing over Juju, but I just don't think there's enough weapons in New England, and I think especially in a PPR league, I think he's going to be a great value pick for managers. You know, 7-8-9 in those rounds, I think you can definitely start looking towards him. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, who'd you say you're taking? Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Thank you. Sorry. I was uh, one of my guys. I love Juju. 
Always a, a big fan, was a huge fan, was on the Steelers. Still root for Juju. Glad he won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. I do like him. I, I He's a guy I've definitely been picking up as my flex player, my third wide receiver, in, a, a, in just a ton of leagues. Uh, I just think people are a little down on him, but I think he's going to get opportunities there in New England, and I think they're going to finally figure out their offense. When now. now they actually have a full-time offensive coordinator. I, I, I like kind of where they're going with that. Uh, coming back here for me at 8-3. Um, I'm kind of wide open here. The only spot I don't have field in my starting lineup is tight end. So this is a position where I look at a guy, kind of see who I have, uh, where I'm going. This little bit of an older team looking at the upside. Uh, there's a lot of guys I could go with here. Um, Pitts is out there. Ingram's out there. Friar Moose out there. And then I think there's a big, I think there's a big kind of drop off after those guys at tight end. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, with Pitts here. I could be talked into Ingram here uh, to be honest with you, but I think I'm going to go with the upside of Pitts and hope that he, uh, he can get the targets with Ritter and, and do that. So I'm going to jump in and take Kyle Pitts here at eight, three. Steve, what do you think here at 8-4? Um, 8-4, I'm going to take Elijah Moore uh, to be wide receiver, too, on the Cleveland Browns. Um, very talented guy. He's going to come in and make a big difference. Wide receiver three possibility. All right, more off the board. You're about here at 8-5 for you, Sam. Yeah, um, here at 8-5, I'm going to go and get my third running back on this team. and I'm going to take Isaiah Pacheco. Um, similar to Akers, I, I think he has downside, but also Kansas City offense. He finished the season strong, eighth round. I have no problem taking him there. They do not want me to take him, and I'm getting him for you here. There he goes, boom, Pacheco off the board. Eight six here, just went with Cook. I have to be honest, this was the spot I was kind of looking at, at Friermuth in the last round. I thought it was maybe slightly too early here, and I need another running back. But now with Goddard and Pitts off the board, this is where I'm going to go Friermuth. I love Muth. Uh, Ingram ahead of him a little bit. I think Muth actually gets more targets than Ingram this year with, with uh, Ridley going to the Jacksonville. And I just think Muth has a chance. Only two touchdowns last year, but seven as a rookie. I think he can uh, get back to that 7-8 range this year. I like Pat Frymuth. I think he's going to see a lot of targets. I, I think a big third year in store for him. Non-tight end PPR, I love getting him in here in the eighth. I'm probably taking him two or three rounds earlier if there's a decent tight end premium. I just like him that much this year. Uh, what about here at 8-7 after the James Cook pick and after actually three straight running backs after you kind of went wide receiver heavy. I like where you've been at with Sanders, White, and Cook. What are you doing here at, at 8-7? Um, I'm going to go Evan Ingram. Jacksonville signed a new contract. He's back in on the offense. Um, should have a great year with Trevor Lawrence. I like that pick. Like I said, I was right there with Muth. I'm a little more of a Muth fan is the only reason I took him over Ingram, but I think Ingram uh, right here getting pits, uh, Friar Muth and Ingram in the eighth, I think is fantastic. What about Sam here at 8-8 eight, eight for you? 8-8. Um, eight, eight. This might be my favorite pick of the draft, especially in this range. And I'm going to go Khalil Herbert. Um, 
I just think people are looking at the shiny new toy of Roshan Johnson, who is someone I do like. I'm not going to say that he, I'm not a fan of his running style. I think he's a powerful runner. Um, but I just think Herbert's a great player. And we the last couple of years, we all loved Herbert behind Monty. And I think we're just kind of forgetting that, that Herbert's a really good player with the ball in his hands. Yeah, I like that. I like that move uh, here at eight, nine. I, you know, I've, I've took Eckler early on. That's like Etienne in the third. I've kind of stayed away from running back since then. I feel like this is kind of a spot where there's some guys out there. I kind of like a guy. I'm going to take. I, again, I like this offense. I think Antonio Gibson is going to get some catches here in a, in a one full PPR league. I think he's got a chance to get a decent amount of touches, either running the ball or receiving the ball. I like him with Eckler and Etienne. I think all three of those guys are going to catch the rock. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to go wide receiver, uh, running backs that can catch the ball. So I'm taking Antonio Gibson at 8-9. What am I here at 8-10? Guys, I'm very happy to draft uh, one of the best insurance plays I feel this year, Samaje Pirine, right after drafting Javante Williams. I think he's going to start the year out strong. He did great backing up uh, Joe Mixon last year. Um, and with Sean Payton, uh, sky's the limit for both. I like that move. I, I think, uh, you know, if, if I had Williams, this is the type of situation where I think it's it's totally worth getting, you know, what you consider a handcuff, but not a full-on handcuff. Because I think P. Ryan's going to get some carries. You're also going to get more touches with him as Williams gets healthy. And if one thing happens to one of the guys, the other guy's going to get a ton of the, of the load. I really like that move, especially at 7 and 8. You didn't have to do it early. So I like that move a lot. Uh, KP, getting on here. Give me the triple thumbs up for the Muth pick. I appreciate that, KP. Thanks on, on that. Uh, he got back to me where I wanted him. So you were all over that. That's uh, timing, brother. So I appreciate that. As we go on here to now 8-11, Sam, who do you like this after you went Godwin and JSN, the last two picks? Um, yeah, so I'm going to go back to running back. Um, there's been a little mini run of running back the last couple picks before me. I've also gone wide receiver and back-to-back rounds. Um, I'm going to go Zach Charbonnet here at 8-11. Um, I, I, I do believe in Kenneth Walker, and I will say I, I feel comfortable taking Walker where he is. But let's not say that Charbonnet isn't a good pick in 8-9. You know, He obviously could carve out a role for himself, let alone be – even more productive if Walker were to miss any time. Yeah, with the run of running backs here, four in a row, you know, I needed running back coming here with Kamara and, and Najee Harris. As you look back at the draft, I took Najee in the second round, swing it back, just took Kamara in the seventh. So I need somebody to start those first couple weeks as I'm trying to get Kamara back uh, in the mix. This is – it's – Probably a little bit of a reach here. I'm not going to lie, but I've been taking him anywhere between 8 and 10 in a lot of leagues. I'm taking Rashad Penny. I really like Rashad Penny. His numbers are just off the charts when he actually plays. And I think there's a chance he's going to miss games. We all know he's going to miss games. He's never not missed games in his career. But the games he plays, he has some great stats. And with that offensive line for Philly, 
I think you can count on some just monster performances. I want Penny here, especially to pair with Kamara. I'm starting Penny in my lineup at the beginning of the season. Hope he he tears off three or four good games in the first six weeks, and then I can put Kamara back in when he gets hurt. So I I'm I'm just that's a perfect pairing that kind of lines up for me. I love that. Uh nine one. Try to decide who I like in this middle ground. Um, AJ Dillon's a guy that probably wouldn't be a bad ad at running back here. I'm not a huge Dillon guy. I'm not a huge Dillon guy. Um, but I just want Penny to kind of watch out for Kamara. I'm going to kind of do the the Javante P. Ryan move that you just made there. See, I'm going to say Jamal Williams here. I, there's no way he produces like he did last year. But I'm going to take the pick. Something happens to Kamara. He's going to get some some playing time. Miller, the rookie, has been hurt a bunch. I'm going to lean on Jamal Williams just in case here. Uh, this late, I'm going to go running back 7-8-9 after I took one in the second. What do you think, Sam? Um, yeah, so here at 9-2, at um, I think I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson, um, get the QB for this team. Um, I don't think we really need to say much about it. Watson, if he can return to his old form, he has the upside. If not, I think this is late enough. I could draft another quarterback, or I would feel comfortable taking one off waivers at some point. Uh, yep, KP jumping in here says Sharpay might not be bad. Saw a stat where Walker was one for nine on the goal line chances last year. Sharp may get some goal line work. I think he's true there. I think a lot of people are talking about that. I still like Walker because I like the big playability of him. So that's where the upside is there for him, for me there. Uh, Sam, go ahead and give me that pick again. Uh, I was reading the KP's uh, mention. Who'd you take there? Yeah, I'm going to go Deshaun Watson. Yep. If you're if you're waiting on uh, on QB getting a, a Deshaun Watson in the ninth, I, I I like where your head's at. I think that's a that's a solid solid move there. Uh, see, what do you think here? Nine three just took the two Denver Broncos running backs. Who do you like here in the ninth? Um, can I check the team up top a little bit for one second? Oh yes, I'll slide. Yep, I'll slide up for you. So you right now got Chase Alave, Stevenson, Cooper. Paul Kittle, Williams, P. Ryan. So you're sitting on four running backs and currently three wide receivers and a tight end. No QBs yet for this team. I'm going to take Dak Prescott. We should have a very high floor with C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks. I'm liking that. So that's a great way. I think both those teams, you know, really lucked out uh, waiting on those guys. Uh, that late, I think uh, that's just a nice move there in the back-to-back uh, -back in the ninth. Uh, for me, I already got Tua here. Uh, I took him, so I'm, I'm kind of looking at wide receiver. Possibly at three wide receivers, I'm on three running backs. I got my tight end. Uh, so it's kind of like, where, where's the guy you feel like you got the upside? Who do you like in this type of situation? For me... 
this is kind of a middle ground where I don't love a lot of guys. I have to be honest with you. There's not a ton of players that I've just like jump out at me and says, Hey, that's a guy I gotta have. I just think he's awesome. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take Brandon cooks. I know this is a little bit off the board here with the Brandon cooks pick, but I like that offense. I he's produced everywhere he's been. I mean, the one year he didn't have a good year was when he didn't want to play for for the Texans. I think he's still got upside uh, with Dak, and obviously, you take a Dak right before he made me think about him. I, I like that move. I'm going to take Brandon Kicks at nine four. What about here at nine five? Yeah, so here at nine five, um, I think I'm just going to keep the train of of running backs going. Um, and I'm going to go down the board a little bit, and I'm actually going to take Jalen Warren. Um, I think he's looked good. I, I wouldn't say I'm buying the hype, but um, I think he could carve out a role for himself. Man, I love that pick. I was really almost took him at the turn on the last pick, and I didn't think someone was going to jump on him. I thought I was going to have a shot to get him back to me, so that's uh, you know, proving our point of go get your guy. I took Williams backing up Kamara just in case. I probably should have taken Warren backing up Najee instead, the younger guy with the sprite legs. I love that pick, taking Warren. Now I'm already regretting him. I wish I'd taken him instead of Jamal Williams. Nice job. Uh, good job there, Sam. I like it. So 9-6. Uh, Steve, who do you like here? Um, This team has a quarterback, right? This team has Lamar Jackson. So, yep, going back through your lineup here, you've got Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, Ridley, Jackson, Sanders, White, Cook, and Ingram. So, I'm going to go for depth and take a chance on Traylon Burks, who got injured but should be back and come back very strong on a, on a contender of a Tennessee Titan team who's legitimate now with Hopkins. Yeah, I like that. I, I feel like I thought the Titans were going to be absolutely awful preseason when we talked about this team. And after getting Hopkins, I just feel like the, the feeling on this team has totally changed. I, I think they're going to have a shot there uh, in that division. I like that move. I think Burks is going to have a good second-year bounce back here. So number seven here, I got Cup, Taylor, Allen, Mike Williams, Herbert, Swift, Cook, Friar move. So I've got a bunch of Clippers uh, – or Clippers, excuse me, speaking basketball. Chargers. Uh, wide receivers. So I need another wide receiver just in case something goes south and Herbert gets hurt or something else goes wrong there. I need another guy. In this round, I just there's not a lot of these wide receivers that jump out to me that I, I really, really like or that I think is, you know, that much better than another player. So this was a tough one for me. I, as I kind of go through the ADP, see who I like, who I don't like. There's just no one that super jumps out at me. I like Highwood Brown. I'm worried about that situation big time. Um, so, so tough here. So tough. Um, I, I'm just going to go with a straight ADP pick. I'm going to take Highwood Brown. Guys, going in the 70s, I'm getting him here in the ninth round. He's not a pick I'm super fired up about. But he's a backup that maybe he can make a connection with whoever ends up starting for the Cardinals. You know, not a 
pick I'm going to, you know, scream from the top of the mountains about, but I'll, I'll take it here just for straight value. Uh, what about here at 9-8? Uh, here at 9-8, I'm going to scroll down the draft board a little bit, and I'm going to take Sky Moore. Um, I have Patty, and I just think uh, I'm going to buy into the upside that maybe Sky Moore can turn it around this year. I like it. I feel like this is definitely where a lot of guys are super similar. And this is the point where like, if you feel strongly about one guy over another guy, just go get him. Don't worry about what the ADP says. Cause I feel like some of these guys are super similar and go with the guy that you feel good about. See, what about here? You've gone uh wide receiver three in a row here with more Johnson and Dotson. After you went three running backs with Madison Jones Gibbs and you started off with Kelsey Wilson here. So I think All right, uh, is the last team without a QB, if I am correct. Yeah, this is the team that should have taken Trevor Lawrence but didn't. Uh, the fans booed me out of the stadium. I made my way back. <laughs> I'm going to uh, get Aaron Rodgers on this team. Uh, this is this is the year. He has the weapons. I, I, he has everything. I don't hate this at all, especially with you getting Garrett Wilson in the second, yeah. getting him with Rodgers as a ninth-round stack. That would make me want to take that pick more than anything is, is the fact that I got that stack there and moving. And, and getting Rodgers the ninth, I'm not overdrafting him, uh, but I really uh, I like where your head's at there. I think that's a great pick. If you're going to wait that long till the ninth, I love that move, getting Aaron Rodgers. 9-10 uh, here for me. Uh, going back through the lineup here, I had Barkley, Henry, Debo, Burrow, Lockett, Connor, Evans, Pitts. So I'm kind of pretty much wide open uh, here at 9-10. So for me, again, this is a tough spot where I'm trying to decide which guy I like more than another guy. Is there somebody that kind of jumps out at me? A guy I'm sneakily in favor of. I'm going to overdraft him here uh, just because he's a guy I like. Um, I'm taking Damian Harris. I know a lot of people aren't big on Damian Harris. I actually like – and this is probably two rounds too early for him, but I'm going to take him anyway. I I am not sold on James Cook that he can stay healthy and be the guy, and I don't think they want to get Josh Allen beat up. I think Damian Harris is going to get more run than we think for the Bills on a, on a high-powered offense. So I, I don't mind getting him in the middle rounds here. Sam, what about 9-11 here? Uh, yeah, here at 9-11, I'm going to go back to running back. Um, this is a classic standard PPR debate. If it was standard, I think I would go AJ Dillon or Brian Robinson. But it being PPR, I'm going to go Jarek McKinnon. I just think he's a great pass catching back. I think he's a solid guy to have around if you need a, a flex or an RB2 on a week to week. Yep, and I agree. Uh, KP just jumped on and said, don't sleep on McKinnon. I was just getting ready to put it up. Uh, he's better pass catcher. KC throws to him a lot out of the backfield and near the goal line. I was looking at McKinnon there, too. I went with Damian Harris, uh, but I do love that McKinnon pick. I think he's someone that people are sleeping on this year. I, I don't think he's dead in Kansas City. I think they're still going to use him. Uh, on the turn here, see, who do you, who are you liking? 9-12 and 10-1. Can I take a quick glance at Team 12? Yeah, absolutely. Let me swing, swing it up here for you. So here, let me move that out of the way, get you a little room. There you go. Lamb, St. Brown, Allen, Walker, Waller, Montgomery, Davis, and Flowers. 
Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Devin A-Chain. Um, it's a PPR league. I understand he's hurt, but he will come back, and they love him as a weapon. Um, draft capital is there. Good upside. I like it. So what do you think come back at 10-1 after the A-Chain? You got Flowers, A-Chain back-to-back, good speed out of the two rookies. I'm going to go Tang Bigsby for the upside and seeing what happens on that strong offense. Nice call there with Tank. He was definitely on my uh, watch list coming back here in the 10th. He was going to be – I was going to try to stack him with Etienne on team number four, so that's a great pick there. I love that move, uh, getting Tank in the 10th. Sam, back to you here at 10-2. Yeah, and I'm just going to go ahead and bring home the trophy for – grossest pick of the draft i'm going michael thomas uh i'm not going to say anything else about that but we can move on (laughs) we can move on taking a shot i love it i can't do it you somebody had to do it i'm glad it was you and not me so me here in the team 10 uh went damian harris to kind of back up my james connor henry barkley uh running back cora i like that i'm sitting here feeling like i need a a wide receiver uh, in this mix somewhere. Um, kind of look and see who's on the board. Somebody I love. I I hate to say it. All the guys kind of ID um, in the ADP here are not guys I love. Uh, just a lot of them are guys I do not love. Um, I am going to jump on. I know Kadarius Tony's out there. And a lot of people are big Tony guys. I am just not. I would rather take my chance on Rasheed Rice. So I'm going to jump on Rasheed Rice. I think he's got a high upside of possibly being uh, the wide receiver number two, technically behind Kelsey. So I'm going to take my chances on Rice over Tony. Uh, Coming back to you uh, at 10-4, what do you think? Um, 10-4, after going Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to back him up with Geno Smith. Also, I think is going to have a great year. He he was – um, a top 10 QB last season. Now he has JSN and uh, Charbonnet. Um, the team is stacked on offense. I like that. If you're going to wait that long to take uh, quarterback, I like the idea of double tapping ninth and 10th round back to back with Rodgers and Chino, maybe playing some matchup games there. Uh, I, I like that move a lot. I, I think that was smart. Uh, what do you think, Sam, here at 10 5 for you? At 10 5, I'm going to go Jacoby Myers. Um, I just think he's a good guy to have around. Um, I think they paid him for a reason. I think he's going to have a role on that team. Um, I don't think that role is going to be top 12 wide receiver by any means, but I definitely think he's going to be 20 through 36. And that's a very startable player in a, in a PPR league with two wide receivers and a flex. So. I like it here at 10, six, you know, this is the team I'm all or nothing on, you know, I'm winning this thing or busting uh, at, at this point. I'm just going to go you know, value play uh, here. It, it's a little out there with the Ramador stuff. AJ Dillon's still sitting there. Like I said, this team, I'm going high upside play. I'm going to steal a, a Zeke Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott here at 10-6 to back up Dalvin Cook, Swift, and JT. Um, I think he's got a chance to, to do some things there for New England. I'm I'm going to play the high upside here. Probably a, a bit of a reach. I will totally admit it here, but I'm going to give Zeke uh, some run here. 10-7, Steve, who do you like here? 
Um, I'm going to go for a fourth running back uh, with Brian Robinson Jr. Um, the offense is going to improve. He's going to have first and second downs, um, possibly get the touchdowns. Um, he should be a good value at this point. I like it. That's the pick I probably should have made instead of Zeke. I'm going high upside on that team, so I went with Zeke. But I like the the Robinson pick. Great value there. Sam, come back to you after you just stole Jalen Warren from me. Uh, you went with Herbert. Uh, who else you liking uh, to add to this team? Yeah, I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. Um, coming off the offseason injury and injury to end last year. Um, at this point in the draft, I you know it's all upside, no floor at this point. So I'm happy to take him. Yeah, he's the guy I'm not big on, but at this point in the draft, I I I got him as an absolute steal in the last round of the last league I was in. I just did. He just fell, 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 and I was like, at this point, no reason not to take him. So I, I like that move there. Uh, here, team four for me, sitting on three running backs, four wide receivers. Uh, kind of wishing I had taken a running back with that last pick instead of Cooks. Um, but now RBs sitting out there. I've been debating, debating, debating on taking Dylan. Uh, I've kind of just keep been skipping him, been skipping him, been skipping him. Uh, but I think this is the time where I finally I'm gonna I'm gonna take AJ Dylan. Uh, he's not a guy I'm super pumped about, but I think he's gonna be a nice goal line guy with all the running backs I have that catch passes. Uh, Steve, who went about 10-10 here, where you just went Dak, uh, finally went QB in the last round of the ninth. Uh, who are you adding to this team, number three? I'm going to add Jameson Williams. Um, I understand that he's suspended for six games. He's also injured at the same time. Hopefully that timeline matches up where he'll be ready to uh, make a difference for your team in this stretch run for seasonal leagues. Yeah, he's a guy I don't mind taking if you get him at the right time late, a, a guy that might be able to give you some uh, boost down the stretch. So, And you and you look solid with Cooper, Alave, and Chase at your wide receiver. You don't need him early. So, And you've loaded up on running backs. I don't think there's any problem taking a swing at Jameson Williams there. Same, what did you buy here at 10-11 for you? The other team that waited on quarterback forever, you took Watson at 9-2. Where do you go here? Um, yeah, so I think the top of the guy – on the list for me is David Njoku, but based on the next team having Mark Andrews, I'm going to wait and just take Njoku back on the swing. Um, and I'm going to go Anthony Richardson, um, pair him with Deshaun Watson, um, two very high upside quarterbacks back to back and just hoping that one of them can hit and give me a QB one season. I like that uh, idea. Obviously I'm not going to steal Njoku because you threw it out there as things, but I think that that was the right call. Richardson's a guy that was on my radar here with having fields at quarterback. I thought about, I paired them together uh, in a few different leagues as my, as my QB one and two uh, Richardson, I think is a nice, nice pick here. Um, I, and getting a Joku coming back, assuming I'm not going to take him, I think that's a great move by you. This is where I wish I would have taken Warren uh, with my last pick. I did not, and now I'm regretting it because this is where I wanted Warren. Um, so here for me, I'm not absolutely loving an RB or a wide receiver sitting out there. So for me, with, with Justin Fields, with the running – the injury concerns because you just never know with a running quarterback. 
I'm going to back him up with Kirk Cousins here because I took Justin Jefferson at the 1-1. If I get some great matchups and they're hooking up and field struggles, I feel like that's a great stack for me in the 10th round getting Cousins. So that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to add a Cousins there as that possible stack. I love when I can do that late with, with Jefferson. And then now that I've got that, I'm coming back. Looking for high upside guys. Um, I don't typically like to go a second tight end a lot of times whenever uh, it's a non-premium league. I kind of like to wait. I'm looking through for a guy that I can see kind of hit. I could take Kendra Miller here and just take all the New Orleans running backs and see who hits or not. That's a little bit of a crazy scenario to see if one of them do or don't. A guy that's way down the list, uh, ADP-wise, but I think is a steal right now, is Jeff Wilson from the Dolphins. I actually think he's going to be their starter. If he's healthy, I think they love him. I'm overreaching here, but looking at my lineup with Penny, uh, injury problems, Jamal a little older, Kamara sitting out. If I could get Penny or Jamal, uh, Jeff Wilson to give me a good six weeks off the bat, right out the front of the gate, I love it. So that's where I'm going there at uh, at 11. What about 11-2 here? Um, yeah, I'm just going to continue on with the plan and take David and Joku. Um, like I said, I, I think – you know, 99% of the time, the team that has Andrews probably isn't going to double dip at tight end in the first 10, 11 rounds. So very happy to stack Watson and Njoku this late mm-hmm. in the draft. See, what about here at 11-3 for you? I agree. I love that uh, Watson and Njoku stack as well. Um, I'm going to try to stack Jamison Williams with, uh, with Jared Goff. Um, I needed a backup to Prescott since I waited that long. Um, I think golf and the and the Lions have a really exciting upside this year. I love that. Just like I did with the Cousins stack, I love that golf wins back-to-back. Prescott with some injury concerns. Got to get another guy there. I love golf there in the 11th. Great job. Coming back for me, We now we just talked about injury concerns with quarterbacks. I got Tua. I'm sitting here in the 11th. This is a situation where I'm looking at, hey, I probably need another quarterback uh, just in case uh, Tua gets banged up, he gets hurt, and I need someone to come through. I kind of look through the list, who I like. I like the Daniel Jones rushing upside of him. I think the offense is approved. So I'm going to grab Daniel Jones there to kind of back up Tua in case of injury concerns. Sam, what about 11-5 for you? Uh, So this is my team without a tight end. Um, I am just going to keep waiting. I think Njoku was the last one. I still like a handful of guys. I guess I'm just not concerned that even if a couple teams take a second one, I still feel confident that I'm going to be able to get someone I like. Um, and I'm going to go to wide receiver. I'm going to go Cortland Sutton. Um, I wouldn't say I have high hopes for this guy, but you know, I have Judy. I have Sutton. If that offense turns around, I could have some very playable guys um, at my wide receiver position. I like the idea of taking something with Judy. Usually you don't handy, uh, you don't handcuff wide receivers, but if Judy gets hurt, Sutton might end up being the guy. I don't have any problem with that, especially when this is a guy that you're not counting on to start for you. So I like that. So what about here at uh, 11-6 for you, Steve? So this is the same formula that I'm using for Quentin Johnston. I'm going to go Marvin Mims here. Um, I think that he has um, insane upside. He's Sean Payton's new toy that he handpicked himself to draft high uh, high draft capital. 
Um, sky's the limit for that kid um, if he gets the opportunity. Sounds like he's doing well. Yeah, this is where I want to point out to people. This is the time of the draft. Once you got most of your starters and like your first one or two key flex backups in, you know, go look down that list, way down that list. Some guys are way down there in ADP, but they shouldn't be. Uh, so I, I think, you know, Mims, if you went down and you're looking at a regular list, it's probably a lot farther than you think he is down there. But I, I love it. There's He's a step away from being the number two on this team. Um, so I, I like uh, where you're at there on that. Uh, so 11-7 here for me. Chuff, kind of regretting that Zeke pick on the last one. Um, looking to see what else I'd like out here. I'm going to end up going with Dalton Schultz. I got Friar Muth. I think Muth's going to be really good. I don't mind backing him up with Schultz. I just think Schultz is going to get some decent looks uh, at tight end with a rookie QB. What about 11-8 here uh, for you, Sam? I'm definitely going to look running back, and I'm going to take the other Miami guy in Raheem Mostert. Um, I think you'll have four to six playable weeks, and hopefully I can slot him in uh, at the correct time. I heard that. Uh, Steve, 11-9, went back-to-back QB after waiting to take QB till the ninth. Who do you like here at 11-9? I don't know if you believe in handcuffing a wide receiver one, but I'm going to do that with Alan Lazard, um, who has his own rapport with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he, should be, he should be good uh, on his, in his own right in the right matchups. Yeah, I'm not a huge Lazard guy, but I like that. Rodgers likes him. Rodgers wanted him there. You've got Wilson. Elijah Moore's been moved on. Corey Davis, we never know what to get out of him. I don't mind that at all. I think I think that could be a nice, sneaky uh, stack during bye weeks where you play Lazard as your flex play. I kind of like that move. Uh, I think that's a good one. So coming here, Team 10, uh, sitting on four running backs, four wide receivers. I got Pitts at tight end. I got Burrow. Trying to figure out where I want to go here. This is a spot where I'm kind of possibly thinking tight end. Only if Pitts starts to really struggle. Um, am I looking at going, hey, is there a guy that I think might be a, a, a better mix here? Is there a guy that I think maybe could be the guy overall? I'm going to take the upside, and I usually don't do this with rookie tight ends because you just never know you're going to get at them, but I'm going to take the chance at Dalton and Kincaid here. Uh, I'm going to back up Pitts with him. If Kincaid doesn't hit at all or takes him half the season, I'm playing Pitts early anyway. So I'm going to take the chance on the high upside of Kincaid here at 11-10. What here about 11-11 for you, Sam? Um, Yeah, so at 11-11, this team doesn't have a tight end as well. I've seen a couple teams go backup tight ends, so I don't want to miss out too much on a tight end I at least view as playable. And I'm just going to go Cole Komet. Um, I think he's a great back-end tight end one. Um, got a big contract. He's going to be a part of the offense. I think if he gets the correct touchdown regression, he could have a decent season. Uh, sorry, uh, say that again? Cole Komet, yep. Komet, thank you. I, I'm listening to you, but I'm reading at the same time. And sometimes the years, uh, they just don't keep up. So I do like Komet there. I do think that's a, a, a good little spot there. Uh, on the turn here, this is going to be our last round, round 12 uh, of this episode. So here on the turn to get us finished here, uh, Steve, 11-12, and then uh, 12-1. Okay, 11-12. 
my first pick is going to be Sam Laporta. Um, he's actually one of my favorite um, late tight end sleepers who has uh, the talent to perform and also all the opportunity in the world uh, with Jameson Williams being out. Um, my second pick is going to be Rashawn Johnson, who's a running back with upside. Um, he was drafted also to go against uh, Herbert, and um, they also have a third. Uh, just slipped my mind. Uh, Foreman. Yes. Uh, he has a chance to get um, as many opportunities as he can. All right, what do you uh, for you, Sam? Coming back after taking Komet, who do you like here as your as your last kind of pick of this draft? Um, yeah, I'm going to finish it off with Kendra Miller. Um, great upside rookie running back, similar to Roshan. Um, just a great time in the draft to take a stab at someone who could maybe turn into the guy. I like that. I think at this point in the draft, once you got your main guys and their backups, you want to take high upside guys because if they don't work out, you can always drop them and pick somebody else up. So I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, sitting here uh, at this pick, I got Burrow as my QB. I don't always feel the need to totally grab a guy to back up my QB in a, in a one QB league. Um, because of the calf injury, I'm not super worried about the calf injury, to be honest with you. Um, but just in case, I'm going to jump in and take Kenny Pickett here. I like the upside of Pickett coming uh, down the line this year. And in case something hurt, happened to Burrow, I take Pickett. If I need somebody else on a bye week, I can always drop Pickett and pick somebody else. But I, in a one QB league, I'm probably not taking Pickett other than a backup. But I do like him as a second QB at Superflex. I think he's got huge upside. Uh, what about Team Nine here? Uh, just went Lazard to match with the Rodgers, Garrett Wilson. Um, what do you think, Steven? As KP just said, he uh, feels good about it. He says Lazar is going to be the same thing with the Jets he, uh, with Wilson as he was with Green Bay and Adams. So kind of thinks Lazar could be that number two guy, that kind of that uh, dude that can get some big plays here or there. Uh, so, you know, decent opportunity for him. He's going to be solid, KP says. I'm going to take Elijah Mitchell, um, who should be one of the top handcuffs in the league, um, just in case anything happens to CMC. Um, they have one of the best offenses in the league um, for him to be the top running back for. I like it. Uh, what about Sam? What about you at 12-5 here? Um, I would be remiss if I didn't leave the draft with one of my favorite players who is finally getting some of the respect I think he deserves, and that's Tajay Spears. Um, I just I just love him, man. He's so fun to watch. and um, Obviously, if anything happens to Henry, I think he'd be a league winner, but I think he might actually have a role. We'll see. Yeah, actually, as you say that, uh, that's, that's a great thing. I Now that I look at that, I definitely should have taken Spears to back up Derrick Henry instead of the Kenny Pickett. I should have waited, just picked up a, a, a quarterback over off the waiver wire for my bye week. Great pick by you. I definitely should have taken Spears to back up Henry there. Uh, I, I like that move big time. Um, here to seven. I, a lot of different guys out there. I could probably go another running back. I've got backup QBs. Um, just never know how things are going to turn out here. I'm looking at running backs. Is there a guy I think that could kind of be an upside guy? 
I'm going to take another rookie here. I'm going to take Chase Brown. I I think he's got a chance to play if something happens with Mixon. Um, I I just like his upside. I loved him at Illinois. He's a guy I've been really high on. Um, I just think he's a chance. Now, will he get a lot of touches early on? Probably not. But if Mixon kind of falters like he did near the end of last year, I think Chase Brown could get a shot. He's a guy, like you said with Spears, I'm taking in a bunch of leagues and see if he can maybe uh, step into a starter war or get a lot of handcuffs, uh, handcuff carries. So I like that. Steve, what about you here at 12-7? I'm going to take Zay Jones um, as a bench backup wide receiver who um, scores touchdowns, has a rapport already with Trevor Lawrence. Um, He's the wide receiver three in that offense, but um, he gets a lot of looks uh, constantly. He's a good filler, especially for bye weeks. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Zay Jones was a guy I was super high on last year. I don't know where he's going to end up with uh, Ridley there, uh, but if anybody goes down, I think Zay Jones has got to be decent. For for the where you're drafting him, I think he's going to be solid. I really like Zay Jones. He's a guy I, you know, Coming back, if I were to Lawrence, he would have definitely been a guy to think about. What about you here, Sam? Uh, you have Lawrence on this team. Uh, no backup QB. You, you good with one QB, or is that something you think you you, you know you're like oh, I'll take? Him. Actually, you have no tight end on this team yet. I forgot this is the time team you've been waiting on tight end. Yeah, um, so I definitely was looking tight end. Um, I think with you know with any of the top guys, Lawrence. Lawrence included. I, I'm not really looking to draft a second quarterback. I am looking to draft a second tight end. Um, there's a short list of guys that I'm deciding between. That would be Chig, Tyler Higby, Greg Dolchich, and Jawan Johnson. Um, maybe toss in Gerald Everett as a flyer. Um, since I already have a couple Broncos and DeAndre Hopkins, I'm just going to go Tyler Higby. Um, I think he's being underrated as the possible number two target on that Rams offense. And he, I just think he could be a solid starter for me if you're going to wait this long I, I love it he's the only guy other than cup i'm really taking on the rams i definitely think he could be their number two uh and, and kind of go towards him so i kind of like where you're at there uh for sure on him i think that's you know a smart decision uh so coming back to me here uh team four uh got hawk as my tight end just took daniel jones to back up to us so i feel good uh now that have kind of got at least uh, a backup in case something happens to Tua. So now I'm just looking for a high upside guy. Uh, where can I go from here? Um, tight end wise, like I said, I have Hawk, so I'm not really worried about playing somebody else uh, for the most part. I'm looking at it. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna take. I'm going to take a Darnell Mooney. I think Mooney with DJ Moore actually helps him. I think Mooney being a, a number two as opposed to a number one is where he kind of belongs. Uh, I think he's going to have upside this year after a disappointing uh, 2022 season. So I'm grabbing Mooney here at 12-9. Steve, who do you like at 12-10? So the only thing that can stop George Kittle is George Kittle himself. Um, his injuries are the only things that, you know, that can hurt your team. Um, so I need a good backup. So I'm going to draft Chig Okonkwu uh, for the Titans, who um, showed really great um, skills through analytics of last year. Um, really high on him for this year. There we go. Got that pick in. Sam, how about you? It's 12 uh, 11, second to last pick here. I'm going to pick up my fourth running back here. I'm going to go. 
semi-handcuffed, semi-flexible player in Devin Singletary. Um, yes, the same Devin Singletary I wasn't afraid of for Damian Pierce, but looking at the board, there's not a ton of names I like. I almost went Deuce Vaughn with a little PPR upside, but I do think Singletary is a safer pick to be my RB4. Yeah, I like it. Uh, just in case one of the guys goes down, a little bit of injury concerns on Pierce as a rookie. You know the other guy's going to get a lot of carries if that happens. So uh, team, as I, I kind of ignored running back for a while. So I definitely want to go wide receiver here uh, with the last pick at 12, uh, 212, excuse me, or 1212, excuse me. Tony's sitting out there. He's the highest rated guy. I'm just worried about him. Odell Beckham, another guy. I heard him raving about him the other night about how good uh, he is on the comeback. Again, all these guys slightly worry me on whether they're actually going to be able to do what everybody says they're going to do. So I'm, I'm just kind of looking down this list to see if there's somebody you know way down the list that I, I that I like that I think could have some big upside. And a guy that I'm taking, he's way down the list. And I usually would take him. A uh, tough call for me on here. I was like, there's a few guys I like. Um, you know what? I am I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm I usually never take Kadarius Tony, but I'm gonna go the high upside of Tony. Hope he can be healthy. I'm not gonna count on him being one of my starting wide receivers. He's wide receiver four, so I'm gonna take him there at 212. So we ran a little bit longer on this episode than I wanted to as we ran through uh, uh fifth round through the 12th round. We appreciate everybody uh checking us out here on the stew with JT Brew. I'm Justin Taylor. You can find me at JT Orange. Sam, tell everybody where they can find you at. Um yeah, you can find me at Where's Waldorf on you know our favorite X app. So hit me up there. I know we all love chatting fantasy with you guys. Steve, how about you? I'm Steve Popel. Uh, you can find me on Sit Start Advice on X and sitstartadvice.com. And I also want to shout out uh, to Bob Miller, who um, is developed being a great crew right now. Uh, thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, thanks, guys, for joining us on this 1QB12 a team draft, kind of running through things, 1PPR to set you up for this redraft season. This is the second X. Uh, episode in this series here we'll come back with a third episode that's going to talk about defense kickers kind of the deep sleepers here the guys you want to throw in at the end of your bench and take a, a shot at but thank you for joining us here for uh for rounds four through 12 on the sea with jt brew thanks a lot guys see you next time uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft and now we making a mockery.